Hi there, my name is Alex Faust and you're listening to Conversations at the Edge. Each week we meet with the top business thought leader to learn what they think we should be prioritizing to build better businesses, positively impact our communities, and scale up. Good afternoon, good morning, good night, depending on what part of the world you're joining us from. Welcome to this week's Conversation at the Edge. I'm super excited to be here with Mark Devine. You know, I want to introduce Mark. Uh, he is a former Navy SEAL commander, a New York Times bestselling author, and a very successful serial entrepreneur. And he began his career as a CPA, but at the age of 26, made an important decision to, uh, and decided to join the Navy SEALs. Uh, he spent 20 years in the Navy before retiring in uh, 2011. So, Mark, thank you for your service. And uh, he now spends his time as an entrepreneur and author, and he integrates his warrior philosophy through his teaching of an integrated mind-body-spirit system called the Five Mountains, which I'm excited to learn a little bit more about today, uh, which emphasizes physical, mental, emotional, intuitive, and spiritual development. So I want to jump right in. You know, I'm really excited to have you here because we love talking about leadership uh, as an edge community. And just to start, can you tell us what is your, your five mountain system? Sure. Yeah. The, the approach, and this kind of um, goes to this topic of how I view leadership and what leadership development really is. In the past, leadership development was what I call horizontal, meaning it, it, it took the individual as who you are, you are who you are, and now we're going to give you some basic skills, like tactical skills. We're going to teach you how to communicate, you know, teach you how to do strategic planning, teach you how to, you know, the, the stages of develop and how to form a team and, and um, how to mobilize and hold people accountable and, you know, that type of stuff. And um, those are important. Those are skills are, are still important, and we, and we need to le- learn them as leaders. But leadership really is about your capacity to connect with your team and to develop um, trust, trustworthiness, respect, respectability, uh, courageous action, and then to grow together. And in order to do that, a leader really needs to be deeply committed to their own growth and evolution at all levels. Those levels that we look at as most important are physical. That means your physical strength, your capacity to, to like, show up and be present and be strong for the team, to be healthy, not to be the, the limiting factor physically for your team. Mental, to be the one that is, is serious about looking at the cognitive biases, serious about looking at your own, uh, the way the brain works and avoiding the massive amount of bias. And we're seeing this discussion about bias all over the place. And, and a lot of CEOs were blindsided because they, they don't even recognize some of the biases that are just plaguing them. And so to really appreciate that mental development, cognitive performance, and um, accessing what I call whole mind are really important leadership skills and that they can be learned. And then the third mountain is emotional development. This is another one that leaders get really tripped up on because you bring your, your baggage, your shadow into the workplace, and so does everyone else. So it becomes a very complicated, you know, squishy thing when you get into a team and you're, and you're supposed to be the leader. But if you're the one that's dropping emotional bombs all the time, then you just shut your entire team down. So you've got to be committed to deep emotional growth, eradicating negative conditioned behavior, eradicating your shadow. And I wrote a whole book about that called Staring Down the Wolf. And that's what's, you know, the, on the platform at Growth Institute is how do you look at stare down those negative aspects of your emotional self a lot of which stem from childhood kind of trauma or issues so that you can show up fully for your team. 
And then the fourth mountain is intuition. This is another key area of development for leaders. How do we, especially in volatile, uncertain, complex times, how do we tap into our spontaneous knowingness? How do we tap into our intuitive, uh, emotional, not emotional, but uh, empathic kind of uh, sense of what's going on? And how do we, how do we tap into our instinctual um, movement toward the right opportunities and trends and away from the dangers and the crises, the dangers brought on by a crisis? So that's the intuitive development. And, that, and I know as a Navy SEAL how that can be developed through certain practices. And then the fifth mountain we call Kokoro, which is another way of looking at spiritual development. And Kokoro is a Japanese warrior term that means merging your heart and your mind through or into your actions. So that's saying a lot. So we're talking about really aligning around the three paths of vertical development. And when I say vertical development, I'm really talking about evolving the total felt experience or sensed experience of the leader evolution of consciousness. The three paths for evolving evolution of consciousness are one is the path of the mind, which I've described. The path of the mind is to, to really develop your mind to be more clear, to be uh, eradicate bias, to open up to right and left hemisphere, you know, transformation of information, and to be able to use that you know, whole, to think from a whole mind perspective as opposed to the old model of kind of rational linear decision-making. That's the path of the mind. And, and this is done through meditation and concentration and imagery and stuff like that. The second is the path of the heart. And this is basically uh, like the, the Buddhist practices of loving kindness and gratitude and compassion and authentic communication, authentic listening and shadow work, right? The, the Western developmental uh, shadow work. Path of the heart is really important, really powerful. The third path is the path of action. And they would call that karma yoga in the East. Path of action is how do we align around a bigger mission that's more world-centric, serving humanity? How do we get like so fired up about that, that we really can answer the question, why am I doing this action right now? Because I know I, I'm doing it because it's aligned with that bigger purpose mission, which is aligned with my purpose in life. So that kind of vision, mission, purpose and standing your ground clarity around why you do what you do. So you can say no to pretty much everything else. That's the path of, um, of action. And so Kokoro, that, that fifth mountain, I said a lot there is to really take development from this integrated perspective. So you can show up in service to humanity, not just a service to your bank account or in service to looking good in a bathing suit or in service to, you know what I mean? You're just your family or your gang or your tribe, or even your, just your country, which you know, may or may not be, um, having a heavy hand in the world, right? Which we're seeing a lot in pretty much the, the dominant um, nation states, you know, are just like a bunch of gorillas fighting in the room and, and uh, it's not really doing humanity much good as a whole. So I said a lot there, but essentially what I'm suggesting is that leadership development now and in the future will be whole person development mastering the whole self, integrating those five mountains so that the leader can bring out the best in their team so that the teams and the leader through their organizations. Number one is what is the biggest mistake that you often see leaders make during a crisis? I, I see a couple. Um, one is they don't move fast enough because they're sitting around waiting for someone else to solve their problems or they're waiting for some, you know, like first responders to show up or the government to come and tell them what's, what's going on. So they, they don't move fast enough. Um, the second we kind of already addressed is that a lot of times teams and leaders 
get stuck in that fear loop and then they get kind of negative and that paralyzes them. And so when a crisis hits, it's, it's really critical to immediately interdict that fear through the breathing. And we do this with our team every single day, every single meeting, we start with five minutes of deep breathing because you can't think clearly when your breath, breathing patterns are erratic because there's a, there's a thought and emotional pattern tied to every breath. And so, you, you know, if your breathing is erratic, guess what? Your mind is going to be erratic. You can't think clearly. So essentially, I mean, those, those are two big ones. And the third one is, um, I think I kind of addressed this, but not adapting fast enough, right? I think that was it. So not adapting fast enough, waiting for someone to solve your problems. Those are kind of related, allowing fear and negativity to infect your decision-making. Great. Thank you. And so I want to end with, you know, one closing question that we like to ask at the end of uh, each call for conversations at the edge. But if there's one thing that you want uh, the community to walk away with from our conversation today, what would that be? VUCA is the new normal. So we've got to train to navigate the new normal. The way I believe to train that that is, you know, the best way to train for that is to focus on the internal domain, right? Not on trying to just do things that you used to know how to do a little bit better, but to really take a look at those five mountains and ask, how can I accelerate my development across physical, mental, emotional, intuitional, and Kokoro or heart, mind, and action so that I can bring more of myself. I can be more whole and I can bring more of myself. I can be more authentic. I can be more spontaneous, more vulnerable, more humorous, more playful, more trusting, whatever that means to you. I can bring that to the team and that's going to help the team do the same in return. And then we'll all be firing at a higher level. We'll all be vibrating at a higher level. We'll all be more positive and courageous and we'll be able to face VUCA and navigate it with grace. Thanks for listening to Conversations at the Edge. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, please share it with a friend or a teammate who you think would benefit from what we covered. In addition, you can find us on LinkedIn to get all of the updates, or if you'd like to hear the full conversation, just visit growthinstitute.com forward slash the edge to learn how you can become a member as well. Thanks again, and see you next time.